Hallelujah. 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 The topic of this message today is the truest form of love. The truest form of love, which is the love of God. I know you always agree with me that it is because of the love of God that all of us are alive and thriving during this pandemic. I also know you agree with me that it is because of the love of God that he took us away from the donkey out of the field that we call life into his vineyard because he loves us. But let me take you to the word of God. The Bible says, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. First John 4 verse 8. We describe love as a fuzzy feeling sometimes to a certain person, place, or thing. We use love to reflect on caring for something or someone. We use it broadly to refer to anything we have good feeling about. I love this place. I love this scene. I love this movie. I love this food. I love that person and this person and on and on and on. But church, when we talk about love, we are talking about the attribute, the very attribute of God. This is what he is. God is love. For Christians, God is the very definition of self-sacrificial love. It is not what he does. It is what he is. Love. It is like me saying, I am a black woman. I am a Sierra Leonean. I am an African. This is my identity. It is an unchangeable reality. But love cannot be compelled, manipulated, or predetermined. It is if it's to be genuine love. It has to be freely given and freely received. When God says he is love, he's defining himself. So when we seek love, actually love can fail. When we love imperfect, broken person like me, the love is also imperfect and broken. But church, when you seek and find love with God, then we find a perfect, selfless love that is eternal. You see, church, God did not have to love a world full of self-centered and sinful human beings, but he chose to do so. He said in 1 John 4, Verse 16, and we have known and, be, and believed the love that God had to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. As Christians, we are to dwell in God, and if we dwell in God, we should also dwell in love. This is not optional. This is the great commandment. So how do we do this? This is, in my opinion, a tough one. Because humans, we are selfish by nature. But Jesus Christ gave us the answer in Matthew seven twelve, which is commonly known as the golden rule. It says, Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophet. This here is a restatement of the law of God in Mark 12, 30 to 31. 
Jesus was basically saying the meaning of life is to love God and love your neighbor as yourself. This is a sacrificial love for God and others, just as we have been loved. Everything that God does is out of love for us. Even when he disciplines us, it's because of love for our own good. Church, your love for God will be expressed by your love for others. This is vice versa. It is two sides of the same coin. You can't say you love God, but don't love others. They are inseparable. The love of God is referred to as agape love, which is the truest form of love. This kind of love is not a feeling. It is action. It is a choice you make to seek the well-being of others. Seeking the genuine well-being of others without expecting anything in return, especially from people who are in difficult situations who can repay even if they wanted to. According to Jesus, this kind of generous love reflects the very heartbeat of God. Jesus took it further to say, the ultimate standard of authentic love is how well you treat the person you can't stand. As it is written in Matthew 5.44, But I say unto you, love your enemy. For Jesus, this kind of enemy embracing love imitates the very character of God. Because that's exactly what he did in John 3.16. We all know this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And while he was on earth, he showed us how to love by constantly helping and serving people around him in very practical and tangible way. And he consistently moved towards poor and hurting people who could not benefit him in return. He showed love for the forgotten ones, the people who usually fall through the crack. You see, the circular world got it partially correct in what they do in Valentine's Day by giving and receiving of gifts. When you love, you give. But it's not only giving of material things. You should give your time, spend time with the object of your affection, comforting and doing things together. So God loves so God loves love us so much, He first made us in His own image. And that wasn't enough. You know, Jesus decided, you know what? I don't want to be any minute apart of these people. I don't want to be a second apart of apart away from them. He decided to live inside of us by giving us his Holy Spirit, which abide in all of us. Church in Jerusalem, when Jesus went in Jerusalem, he created enemy with the religious leader by calling them hypocrites. But instead of attacking his enemy to overthrow them, he allowed them to kill him. Jesus died for the hypocrisy and corruption of his enemy because he loved them. Paul wrote in Romans 5 verse 8, NIV, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In conclusion, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. First John 4 verse 11. This is the truest form of love. May the almighty God baptize us all 
in love of God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. In the name of Jesus.